episode 33 of The Deacon and the Doctor. We focus on the justice system, specifically around murder trial uh, for Ahmaud Arbery and also uh, for the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, taking a look at how those two cases really tell us a lot about our society. We also talk about potential National League MVP Juan Soto. Go on, we'll pull him for you. We talk about People's 2021 Sexiest Man of the Year. And somehow, not you yours truly. You didn't get named. That's right. But we did talk. We talked about some other sports in between there. Talked a little bit about the Washington football team beating yes. Tampa Bay's Buccaneers. And uh, so check us out, Deacon and the Doctor. Thanks. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And I am an ordained deacon in the Catholic Church. Well, I'm a doctor of education. And the idea of the podcast is we're going to invite you to pull a chair up to the kitchen table and we're going to talk about real events. What's relevant? Yeah, and you might not agree with us or we might not agree with each other, but we're still going to have the conversation because, you know, it's hard. It's hard out here. And this is the Deacon and the Doctor. Hey folks, uh, this is Deacon Bill here. Just a quick disclaimer. Know that the views expressed on Deacon and the Doctor are strictly Rhonda's and mine. They don't no, represent I can speak for myself. My <laughs> views. <laughs> they don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church, right? And they definitely don't represent any education, no institution or uh, entity. Just my views. And the other thing that we'd love is we'd love to hear your views. And so you can reach us uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, Find us at Deacon underscore Doctor. Yes, Deacon underscore Doctor. And follow us and give us some likes on the things that we post that you find interesting or comment if you have something that you'd like to add. And we will be gladly discussing it on our future episodes. Thanks. Hey, Dr. Rhonda. Hey, Deacon Bill. We got a lot to talk about this week on the show. Yes, we do. We need to talk about this daggone justice system and what's happening with three particular, well, what's already happened in one case and what's happening in two ongoing cases. Um, The case that I would like to start out by, you know how we talked about the blind lady getting 60 days? Yes. Well, now a judge has given the longest sentence. 41 months of prison time Good. to some of the, well, one person. That, because we're recognizing that assaults occurred on law enforcement officers, that trespassing occurred on federal property. Yeah, and he, this particular guy did um, harm a law enforcement officer. So, you know, we'll see how the future punishments um, roll down from the January 6th in- incidents. But, um, you know... The other thing that I would like to say is my Georgia down there. The trial of the, Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery yeah. trial. These, the, this prosecutor don't, didn't want Al Sharpton in the... Defense attorney. Or, I'm sorry, yes. The prosecutor's that, good with all of no, this. No, no, no. Not the prosecutor. It was defense, one yes. of the defendant's uh, attorneys. Yes, so on the defense side of things. Did not want... Any yeah. more black preachers coming into the courthouse, intimidating them. Now, how the heck 
Yeah, basically ask the judge, how many pastors does the Arbery family have for crying out loud? That was his objection. Yes. Yes, saying we don't want any more of these black pastors in the the courthouse. They're intimidating. And and even the judge was like, "Um, they ain't intimidating. You could oh they the jury can see them and they're intimidating the jury. The jury can't hardly see them. He was like the 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 preachers that have been in here have been in the back corner of the room, not right. visible. But the bottom by the line jury. is anybody can come anybody in the daggone courthouse. Court we can go to the daggone courthouse tomorrow. Right. He ain't gonna object to. Well, I guess that would that would be that's where we need to take some action, right? We need to have a whole bunch of black people go and sit in the galleys of this courthouse. And see what what the other convoluted mess he has to say about black people in general coming into the This the same courthouse. attorney though that managed to get most of the black potential jurors dismissed. Right. It's there's a one primarily a white juror. I think there's only one black person on the jury. There's one black person on the on the jury. And, you know, yeah, like yes, I get I get and I know that th- these are the games that are played in, in law. Right? That's right. You watch Bull. That's right. I watch Bull. You know all about this. Yep. Yep. No. But anywho, I I just, it's just, it's just, I don't understand the whole, like, why the heck, why the heck does a, does an attorney, and I know that there are some not smart attorneys out there. There's some smart attorneys out there too, but you know, just like in any it's like the doctor. You, you have got your doctor. top ten percent, bottom ten percent, right. every profession. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I get it. But come, I mean, like, come on, really, really. And, and the and it seemed that the attorney's point was that the family can't have you. You can't have but one, uh, pastor. You can't have all these multiple pastors rolling through. Right. And had he put it in those terms and context, maybe. But the only problem he he the, the problem is this. You don't get to restrict who comes into the courtroom. There you Free go. Free citizens are allowed there to come and view the proceedings. It is a transparent and open trial. The judge has not, you know, declared that the people aren't allowed to come. And there are some trials that are closed to the right. public. This right. is not one of them. No, it's not. And I mean, the whole travesty of the matter is just, just that the, the, the fact that, you know, I don't care what anybody says. We saw the videos. Of men, one of the defendants recorded it. Right of men shooting down no. an unarmed men person that they down. they want to no, say drove drove him drove. drove him down, not got him off the road. But like this is the other part that you know the fact that they're like, oh, well, we thought he was he was a burglar, a burglar with nothing, jogging, jogging. How how that's what burglars do during the day. Oh, but he had he had gone in the house five doors down that was under construction. So he was, what was he robbing out of the house that was under construction? Again. Can you tell me that? It, That's it, all the part, the stuff that, and things that this justice system is so screwed and, up. And, and he wouldn't even have been, these guys wouldn't have been on trial had it not been for outcry type. from the public in that video right. recording. Because that. a police officer who's no longer employed, thank the good Lord, interviewed these men and thought, yeah, seems reasonable. Case closed. It wasn't until video surfaced and federal law enforcement started to investigate this. But the local sheriff's department, they ain't not they good. closed this case down. It, it's, a, it's a case of the good old boys and what, what's happening. Well, and the defense attorney is citing 
uh, a uh, law from the 1800s that was put in place just uh, for that to for keep runaway slaves to keep people. That's the law that they're un- trying to underground. Bring up. Because Georgia never, you know, and I mean, for a, a lot, lot of, of reasons, just a lot of never places, took that law off the right, books. And there are a lot of people that, that's the a lot defense of places, they're using. So then th- that's, that's good on them. But here's the problem. Like a lot of places haven't removed those antiquated rules right. that are on their uh, dockets. So that's where maybe we need to, that's why I say uh, policy and policing our records is very important. Yeah. The, the other case that I... That's in the news. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yep. His trial. So, do you think that, I mean, you think he gets off self-defense? I, I don't know. I This one, there are a number of issues with this one. I was reading an editorial, and uh, the, the woman who wrote the editorial I thought made a great point, which is, I understand why Rittenhouse is on trial. I don't understand why his mother is not. She dropped off. An individual under 18 years old with a weapon that's not registered in his name to guard something that doesn't belong to him. And none of that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, now, this will, I don't think we have that video evidence that we need, right? Well, I mean, like, did she? So I heard a different account. So the, the mom actually drove him to this place. That's what this. Did, that's what the article said. I yeah, I heard like yeah. on the NPR account that I heard was a little bit different in that it said that he was staying at someone else's house. Well, he wasn't staying at the gas station where he shot people. Well, no, but right. he was staying at someone else's house and he took the gun from their house. It seems like there's some. Yeah, the gun some, was not his. Something go right. something going on with the family dynamics there that I I'm not I'm yeah. not too aware of, but. but then the judge in this has barred language from being used by, you know, in this case, the prosecutor. The prosecutor, you know, is, has to refer to the uh, deceased, the, the people that were killed by Rittenhouse, like in, in a, this negative context. Like you can't say that they were protesters. You have to say that they were some other like it's i just don't understand what the judge's deal is with all of this like it didn't make sense to me it was almost like and i've and i have seen some memes that that were like (laughs) uh kyle rittenhouse is getting off because the judge has adopted him like uh, like people making fun of the the way that the the judge has kind of and it'll be I would be interested to hear from uh, folks that know more about these things than I do as to why. If only we knew a judge. Why and how. Hmm. Maybe we can find find that judge that we know and talk to. There's one who's a regular listener out there. (laughs) But But. anyway, yeah, those are the things that are in the legal system that just seem like, really? In this particular case, now, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, if Rittenhouse's life was put into danger, I don't know. I do know that there was no reason for him to be there. Certainly no reason for him to be armed. And, yeah. you know, an immature teenage boy Didn't with a rifle a that doesn't belong to him, guarding a gas station for what purpose? 
Right. Isn't that what? Was it a gas station or a car dealership? It don't matter what. Whatever. So right. I thought it was no, a gas station. Nobody's, but, nobody's paying you but, paying you to do any of this. And you don't even live in the town yeah. is the, the, other, the other thing. So, yeah. No, I mean, I really... It just makes me wonder about, like, our... Our system and the way it's set up and the fact that I, I, we need some reform in it. But with the way things are in today's day and time with the country, you know, it's like, hmm, maybe we wait a little while. Or do we? Do you trudge on and make something happen? It just... Uh, There's no reason to wait to do the right thing, right? The, the, the right time is now well, to do the right I'll thing. I'll say this. You can want to do the right thing, but if the right people aren't in office, can you do it? Well, that's why we got to vote. We got to vote and we got to educate ourselves. Bottom line. Uh, yes, and, indeed. And we have to continue to try to treat each other with respect as human beings instead of, you know, th- this whole thought of, well, you know, they were black and it was dark out. What else could I do but shoot them? Or he's black. He's running down the street. What else can we do but drive our truck a mile down the road and then shoot it? Like, right. That's, 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 the, that's the fact I mean. that anybody tries to justify these actions tells us that we're just not making it as a society that cares about life or a society that respects each other as human beings. Yeah, no... I mean, we definitely need to you know, if, improve upon that. If I had been shot in the street while I was jogging, right, as a middle-aged white man, is the first question anybody's asking, oh, well, what did he do to deserve that? Did he do something wrong? Like, nobody's asking that question. But we're asking the question now. And that doesn't make sense to me. Because we don't treat everybody the same. Because we're not all equal. No matter how much, you know, we say, oh, yeah, we're all equal. In this country, we're not all equal. Well, as, as human beings, I don't know about this country. I mean, I, I think it goes outside of, it just goes the outside of this. It goes outside but, of this country, but we are, we are more racially polarized in this country than, any, than a lot of other countries, in my, in my view. And the reason, like, okay, when, if you go to certain countries, you, everybody pretty much looks the same. This country... You yeah, see, more diversity. You have, We're you that have, melting pot. We 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 are quote unquote the melting pot. So you got a lot more diversity, but within the country, we are we are segregated. We we still are segregated, and why is that? Why? In some cases, it's by choice. I think people go where they're comfortable. They, right, right. I they mean, want to be the, around people who look like them, think like them, so that that's where they end up. But right. in other cases, it's more systemic. Right? It's it's financially uh and to to your point it's it's racially it's so i mean i'm not way, saying right. it's not socioeconomics but we we so again we still live in the in the the red line we still have like those issues from redlining that are still sure have have a hold on where people live and i see like communities that have transitioned into different demographics living in an area and someone that was there 30, 40 years ago to still there, it's like the, you know, like communities where you had white flight. Yep. And that, that one or two white families was like, we staying here. Right. 
and they stayed and, and you know so it's like what you know and and I, I I mean depending on where you stay or where you choose to stay or you know live it's gonna be you know you're you're making that decision and some people can afford to move into areas and some people can't so yeah. that that's all the no, I As you I, I agree. We've got to get past that. Um, well, and and you wanted to talk too. Um, we had the passing of of a leader who tried in his own country to try to bring some of yeah. that equality. F. F. W. De Klerk, um, who was the president of South Africa when apartheid was uh, abolished. abolished, and Nelson Mandela was freed. Under right. his his leadership, he just he passed away on last week on Thursday. Yes. So, you know, I think that you know you have to have people that are willing to do good. What you say is never the wrong time to do the it's right. It's always thing. the right time to do the right thing. It's yes. never the wrong time to do the right thing. See, we said <laughs> the same thing, but in a different way. <laughs> because I didn't use his exact words. All right, I, I want to lighten the mood a little bit. I want to tell some good stories here. All right. So we've had some, some negative stories. Let's have Why a do one. you always say that they're negative stories? They're not well, negative they're stories. Heavy, right? they're, they're the truth. They're hard. They're the truth. They're the truth. They're I not know. negative stories. They're, no, they're stories that need, we need well, to people, work to... People were shot and killed. That's well, negative. Uh, I'm not saying those that's the aspects of, of what happened aren't, but I'm saying that's, that's what's happening. That's, that's the story. That's the news. Well, I've got a lighter story to tell. So our own Juan Soto is one of the finalists for National League MVP. It'll be announced this week. Well, go, I let's think, go Juan Soto. I think he should be the MVP because he has the highest war of all the candidates. The so highest what? War, wins above replacement. That's one of those geek stats that tells who's oh, the best player I is. Know. I was like, war? Right? He ain't got no war. That man ain't been nowhere. He, so, he barely... They were telling a story when the Nats won the World Series in 2019. It was right around Halloween. And the um, families were all together and they were getting on the plane to fly back to D.C. from Houston. And the kids were in their Halloween outfits because it was Halloween. But, you know, they're on a plane, so no fun for the kids. Well, one guy on the plane who, by the way, turned 21 years old just a couple of days earlier thought... Let me prepare for these kids. So he brings candy and puts it out to all the parents at the front of the plane. And then he goes back where the kids are sitting and gives them little trick-or-treating bags and tells them to go up to where their parents are sitting and go trick-or-treating. I hope he has some good candy. So, but I mean, how great is this guy, right? Same guy that when his former teammates Trey Turner and Max Scherzer are playing in the playoffs... He flies out to L.A. and he's in the stands wearing, you know, their jersey. Like, yeah, I don't know if I do all that. I mean, but a class but, act. This, yeah, this guy I mean, is like, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, but he he had memorable. Yes, he that is that that's a great story, you know, on the candy. He probably just wanted some candy for himself. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that's great that he can be. You know, you can be a, you, your uh, relationship transcends beyond your. Right. You know, teammate. Right. Being a teammate, if you 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 form true relationships with people, right. 
and you go and you spend time with him, and that that was his way. I mean, yeah, I mean that's good. You know, three full seasons in the league, right? First season wins the World Series. First full season. Yep. Second full season leads the National League in batting. Okay. Third full season, he should be the MVP of the National League. Well, we'll see. That's this guy tearing it up. Absolutely. Pay him, Lerner family, Washington Nationals. Pay him. So they they have proven that they're not gonna do that. I know. I'm gonna hate to see him in a Yankees uniform. It's good. I'm gonna cry. But um, we also hey Washington sports Wizards ten and three first place in the Eastern Conference. How about those Wizards? ESPN has them ranked fourth. In their power rankings. What? Yeah. I can't tell you the last time they've been ranked that high. Because I don't think... Well, have it has they, been in my lifetime. I mean, they won they in 78. Have they ever been ranked that high? They won the championship in 78. But so. they weren't the Wizards. I'm talking about the oh, Wizards. Oh, as the, the Wizards, Wizards no, the Wizards They've era. never been ranked that high. The Wizards ain't never been... <laughs> no, that's a good point. So, like, now that you're talking about basketball, you know, yeah. the, the other story, you know, what's going on out there with L.A.? With the Lakers? On the West Coast. Well... You know, Russell it. Westbrook, who left the Wizards, is stinking and it, it up. got better. Stinking it up out there for the Lakers. And um, I just, I didn't understand matching Westbrook to LeBron because they both need the ball and they both want to play at the rim. You know, they both want to go to the rim, right? Yeah. Um, LeBron's gotten much better, but his jumper's still not great, you know. The well, rest of his game is elite. His all, jumper all is not. All I'm going to say is they all old. And they're all old. Well, LeBron and uh, Westbrook. Westbrook are old. Yeah. Anthony like, why, Davis is still young. Why would but he, he's brittle. He gets hurt he, a lot. Right. He, he yeah. gets hurt. Like, no, nobody. If if you got five guys. And, and, they, and they got Carmelo coming off the bench. Right. Carmelo was just like, hey, I'm Who's just gonna, older than LeBron. I'm just going to try to ride this out and see if y'all can get one. Get me one. Yeah. I mean... Maybe he has something to offer, but yeah, you got to have a whole... Well, instant offense off the bench is what he has to offer. He's not going to play defense. Well, so you got to yeah. have a whole boatload of people that, you know, can do can, can fill the shoes, but... And not make any money because your top three guys are all max level players. Yeah, well... I just I just think that that's interesting. I'm like, where like where did where did LeBron just think, hey, yeah, I'm gonna go out and get Westbrook or him and Westbrook friends or something? Westbrook wanted to they go to, must go be. to L.A. I, I don't know. It's yeah. just strange. That, I know like, Carmelo and LeBron are yes, right, and I can yeah. see why he would say, oh yeah, I'll come out there. I ain't doing yeah. I ain't doing nothing otherwise. Sitting on his couch, yeah. If I'm better than the. How many how many people are on the roster? For Usually twelve on so NBA if roster. If I'm if I'm better than the twelfth person you have, yeah, let me come come on. Yeah, you know, so, but it's it's just like Ta- talking about switching teams. We had one in the NFL come up this week too. Your boy Odell Beckham Jr. no longer with Cleveland. Didn't we talk about that the last time? No, not Said Odell. He was at, at the he went to the Raiders. Where he go? Went to the Rams. The Rams. We talked about Von Miller. Going to the Rams, right? Here's the thing: the Rams yeah, we didn't talk are about building going to the Rams. a team. That, that seems like some to win good, this year. This seems like some pretty good talent going to the Rams. And, and the season. day after they signed Odell Beckham Jr., the Rams, mm-hmm. Robert Woods, their number two wide receiver, tears his ACL in practice. Nah. So now you can either say that signing Odell is like a stroke of genius. 
you know, contingency planning. Right. Or you can say that wherever Odell goes, Something that bad karma is, is around. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. But it's, I, you know, look, I like teams that want to win games. Right? Um, mm-hmm. But the Rams now, their highest draft pick in next year's draft will be a fifth rounder. But they're like, who cares? Uh, We're well, going to win now. They're, well, they're building their team. Well, let's talk about the, that Washington football team, Bill. Beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay done lost. That's right. To the Redskins. They sell Oh, no, not the Redskins. The Washington, Washington football, football team. team. My bad, people. Um, it's interesting that, you know, the Redskins or the, the Red, football Washington team. football the team. The football team. They the... They the no. W F T W F T. What the No W F T. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So what the That's yes. what their name. But Washington being who Washington is, can't just have something good happen. Chase Young tore his ACL during the game. Well, some people might say nothing good was happening with him anyway. He was having a tough but, season. You know, I I don't want to wish any ill to anyone so hopefully he'll he'll recover but obviously he won't be playing Not anymore this year. this year right um so wish him uh well in his recovery he says he don't listen to the haters so it don't matter he said everybody's a hater <laughs> well he shouldn't he ain't listening to the haters yeah yeah his but the, he was having a bad week so it started his week started off with uh doing a press uh you know doing an interview and the, and the reporter said hey look a lot of people think that because you took the whole off season, you didn't come to any workouts, you didn't do any of the OTAs, the uh, the optional training with your teammates, and you did all these commercials, that that's affecting your play on the field. And his response wasn't, "No, that's not what it is." Hey, I'm good. You know, I'm working hard. Like none of that. Right. It was, "Hey, I'm making money, baby." Right. Not. Well, the best response. Well, I mean, let's be for real now. It's a business for them. Just, I mean, they're playing a game, but it's a business. So and, at the end of the day, and you know the great way to make money in that business: do well, sack a quarterback. Do well in your craft. Yeah. yeah. Have have yes. have more than one more sack than you and I have this year. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> uh, golly, I can't get a word in. He's yelling, y'all. He's yelling. I no. am passionate, y'all. I am passionate. Okay, well, let me be more passionate than you for a minute. Not All right. Really. Um, but like, it. Yes, he could have answered the question differently. But what's wrong with him saying, "I'm trying to make my paper"? Make your paper. I got no problem with making your paper. What I got a problem with? Well, I mean, he wasn't doing it on the what I got a problem the, with between is the goalposts is when every team's right tackle is having their best game. The week they play the Washington football team. That's yeah. what I got a problem with. Well, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, he plays on the, the O-line? Chase or, Young? Yeah. No, he's a defensive, defensive player. Defensive end. Oh, okay. See, so I don't even know where he plays. But, okay, defensive end. So he should be sacking some quarterbacks. And he was bragging as the season began about he was going to set the record. Well, you know, just crazy talk, right? But last year, you know, the model last year, he went to all of these optional workouts. He had seven and a half sacks. He won defensive rookie of the so year. So they, they say, people, you know, you did all this and you did it this way, so you need to do it again this same well, way. It worked 
the, well, the first year. It's I mean, not working it, this year. It might have been an anomaly. Do you anomaly. see a pattern? Last year was an anomaly. That he got all those sacks? Well, I mean, was everybody playing last year? Yeah. Everybody was playing last year? Yeah, the NFL, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. A few sacks, though. So what else, what else is going on in the sports here's world? Here's the other. Well, I don't know about sports, but here's one other thing that surprised me. Did you see who people voted for 2021 sexiest man? Uh, the Ant Man. The Ant Man himself, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Who had I thought the best response when he found out? What was his response? He was like, "What? <laughs> oh yes." I'm having business cards made for this one, baby. <laughs> I said, yes, that is a classic. So, do you know how they decide that stuff? I have no idea. I think it has something to do with like who's got movies coming out and all of that because he's got the, the new Ghostbusters movie. You think you, you think that the uh, movie people pay for I think these? it has something to do with it because a lot of times when you see who's winning it, it's they've the people, got people with going movies on. or something coming out, right? They, they've got something going on, but yeah. Um, but this did break a streak. The last three sexiest yeah. men of the year yes. uh, were all African-American, right? Well, they weren't African-American because Idris Elba is from the UK. Oh, he's not an American, right? No. No, so they were no, all black. No, How about that? No, no, William. He is from the UK. Okay. Not everybody's American. I got you. So, yes. Michael B. Jordan last year. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe a little bit of a surprise as well. John Legend the year before. Yeah, him. I wouldn't think that John Legend was the sexiest yeah. nobody. but some, Chrissy some Teigen like, sure thought he was. Hey, you know, just like you, Bill. You the sexiest man there alive you go. for me. I love it. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Paul Rudd, uh, who certainly seems to be having fun with it and good on him. Uh, congratulations. You know, people stopped doing, well, I guess it was uh, Vogue stopped doing The Sexiest Woman. Like, they don't do that anymore. Because I was like, oh, Paul Rudd won Sexiest Man. Who who won the, you know, for the women? They don't do it. Like, five years ago, they stopped doing it because they said it was sexist. Yeah, so the sexiest... But not sexist the, for the men? The sexiest man, because... Y'all, I think in general, men don't care. Right. <laughs> and, and being called the sexiest man probably gets men more women if they, you know, if they're trying to find, well, catch Paul Rudd's case, he's good, right? He's married with a couple of kids. Well, you know, so so was John Legend when he won it. Right. I guess, you know. Right. Maybe but, not. Man, I just, I, I didn't, the one, I didn't know that, like, yeah, you know, I I'm a I just happened to I saw the the headline and I just looked into it a little bit. I was like, yeah. oh, he won for the men. Who won for the women? I was, was like, trying to look at some other lady. No, I was doing research for the show. Uh huh. Your research led you led you to try to find out who the sexiest lady was. Nah. And it's and it's nobody. It's so, me. It's you, Doctor right. Rhonda. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for this week. Got plenty of time. No time left for this though. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. Have a great one. We're out.